Hello, Seven Mile Road. This hey. is Sarah. I'm here with Matt. Yes. And Michael. Hey, guys. And we are here to give you an update for the month of April. All right. Um, in just a few days is Easter. I know. And we are very excited about Easter this year. Um, we are going to be able to meet outside. Um, Matt, can you talk a little bit more about that? So there's a space right across the street from Melrose High School. It is locally known as the East Knoll. <laughs> so we're going to be doing Easter on the East Knoll. Mm -hmm. uh, it's typically a soccer field that butts up against a dog park and is in that scenic area near the pond and also has excellent parking right on street and literally right when you pull in through the gates. Yep. So we are permitted to gather there on Easter Sunday morning at 10 o'clock like we normally would in our space. And we'll be able to be there with everybody from Seven Mile Road. Cannot wait. Mm -hmm. So normally, as you know, on Sundays in the building, we have certain capacity limits and certain distancing limit. Right. When we're outside, the capacity limit is way bigger. Yes. So we're excited to see everyone who wants to come. Right. And Easter Sunday, we have something special happening. What's happening? Yes. So we're going to have a simpler time. Mm hmm it appears that it's going to be right around 50 degrees, mm -hmm. maybe sunny, maybe not. So it's going to be chilly, but will totally be worth it. We'll be doing basically preaching, mm -hmm. singing, and sacraments, three of which will be baptizing folks, at least three, into the life and onto the mission of the church. Yep. So we're going to find a way to do that outdoors without them freezing <laughs> and be everybody there together to welcome them in, in that way. So not only are our highlights in our minds, hey, we'll be able to everybody be together at once. It's been a little while. But also everybody at the same time observing, celebrating, affirming, watching, receiving some folks in through the waters of baptism. So Easter Sunday is just going to be so solid. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, like Matt said, it is going to be a little chilly, so just make sure you bring a blanket, bring your winter coat, right. but it'll be great to just be together and be outside. No, it won't be brutal. We're Bostonians. It'll be chilly, but you'll be fine. Yeah. You can you can handle anything outside for an hour. You're a Bostonian. If for some reason there's a forecast change and there's a downpour at that time, we'll have a plan B. But for now, we're just saying, let's plan on Easter on the East Knoll and just get there will be nice and spread out. There's tons of room for us and outdoors and just have that have that time in that way together this year will be a gift. Mm -hmm. So that is Easter Sunday. What about kind of the rest of the Sundays through April? Um, what, what are those going to look like? Yeah, so if you've been with us, it's been so great and more and more and more crowded up to our limits of spacing, which has been excellent um, in a bunch of ways. And uh, so many of our new people are like, man, I'm going to be here. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, uh, it's something around gospel wakefulness in them. And so to see their hunger for it has been especially encouraging in this season. Uh, we talked at our member forum about we'll have to figure some things out this spring, which is usually high attendance time and some folks more comfortable coming to embodied worship. And what do we do about hitting our space limits? So we're talking and thinking about that. But right now, basically, what we're, we've been able to do is accommodate everyone um, at those capacity sizes that, that we have on Sundays and have been 
trucking through the Gospel of Luke, mm-hmm. which we're going to go slow and steady, but has been so good and gospel forceful to us. And also, on the 18th of this month, Kevin and Bridget, uh, who we sent and are doing some beautiful gospel work overseas, will be with us that morning to catch us up on all that that has been happening with them, with their family, with the work that they're doing. So on that morning, if you are here on the 18th, that morning will be given to getting updated, seeking the Lord in prayer, and warmly receiving them as they are on a year-long home assignment, what they would call it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and many of you listening probably know them. Uh, many of you listening probably don't know yeah. them and have no idea who we're talking about. Right. Uh, so come yes. on the 18th, That's what come it's for. meet them, hear their story, um, and get to know get to know them a little better. Yes. That's going to be so great. Yeah. Um, and then on Friday night, um, Good Friday, we will be gathering here in our space right. in Melrose yes. with Seven Mile Malden. Yes. So we'll be meeting all together. Um, and Matt, can you tell us a little bit about what to expect that night? So very simple, if at all possible, because of the import of the cross in our lives and in this world, we want to carve out some time to just pause and to reflect and remember uh, the cost that was paid there and the victory that was won there. And so on Good Friday evenings, we've been getting together now that we have a building and can do it to do that together. So we'll be there. We'll be there with our congregation from Malden. Again, it'll be a simplified time together with song, reflection, reading, hearing, coming to the table, and just focusing in on God's grace to us at the cross. So from 7 to 8 on Friday night, if you want to RSVP and are able to come be with us, that's going to be an important, strong time together also. So next up, I want to talk about gospel communities. Uh, So Michael, we have some kind of new things happening with gospel communities this spring. Um, Let us know what's happening. All right. So four times a year, we do a leader sync. Mm -hmm. So we get all our leaders together and we talk about what's been going great. What are some gospel wins in your group? And how can we work on some troubleshooting together? Here's a tool. Here's a resource to help you as you're leading. Here's a meal. Thank you. (laughs) And, uh, Also, this one in particular, we're going to meet April 16th, and we're going to do all of that. And in particular, at the end, we'll talk through preparation for multiplication, Mm -hmm. some logistics on that, and also how to end the year well. Mm All right, so that's number one. Yep. And And then what else is happening with with multiplication multiplication, of multiplication? We are going to be adding four to five new groups Mm -hmm. next year, which is awesome, because if you're currently in a GC, you know that it's packed. (laughs) Yes. So we are going to get all the new leaders, plus any existing leaders that want to join in for a boot camp to help them understand why do we do a gospel community, Mm -hmm. the way we do it, and then how do you do it? What are the things that we're asking you to do? How do you lead in a specific way that leads you towards gospel conversations through the word and through soul care? And how do you deal with things like conflict, setting up a schedule for everyone? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do that in May the first four Sundays of the month from 5 to 7.30. We will also be having childcare so that both the men and the women who are leading can be there with us to be equipped and ready to launch out as new leaders in the fall. Great. That'll be a great time together. Um, Michael, this weekend we are having 
a liminal discussion about your new favorite artist, Whoa. Taylor Swift. Yes. Uh, <laughs> newly appreciated. How yes. about that? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. April 3rd, 730 is going to be the Zoom call. Yep. And we're going to talk through the Folklore and Evermore albums, mm -hmm. some of the major themes. So if you listen to the podcast and we didn't hit your favorite song, that would be the prime opportunity to tell us why we missed it mm -hmm. and why we should have talked about it. <laughs> uh, if you don't know, Sarah's put together a very fun game on our Instagram. Oh, it's, yes. It's March Madness Taylor Swift style. That's right. And it's at Liminal Community. So add us and then vote mm -hmm. for your favorite songs so that it can win the tournament. Yep. Yes. And share our Instagram stuff with people. Yeah. Because this uh, liminal is not just for us, but it's for us and our neighbors and locals around us. And we want to engage with them in gospel adjacent conversations. Yeah. I'm sure you have a Swifty in your life. So invite them to join us on <laughs> Saturday night on Zoom. <laughs> um, on Saturday, April 17th, we are going to be getting together to clean our whole building. So... The inside, the outside, the basement, the upstairs. We're going to hit as much of it as we can. And we're going to have a work day and a cleaning day. Um, so we're going to do some painting. We're going to do some cleaning. We're going to do some sanitizing. We're going to do some organizing. Um, and we need as many hands as we can get. So if you and your family are free that day, we're going to start around 9 a.m. And we'll give you pizza for lunch, uh, probably around noon. But we'll see how much work we get done in the morning. Um, if your kids are old enough to be helpful, definitely bring your kids along. We can arm them with some cleaning supplies and put them to work. And if you like worshiping in a clean building, or if you like having an organized space, come on down and help us out on the 17th. Um, and Matt, can you tell us about bedtime Bible stories? This has kind of gone beyond just our church. Yeah. Um, what's happening with Bedtime Bible Stories? So we have um, a very simple podcast that we do where we just tell a bedtime story to our kids. That's where we started with it mm -hmm. and began when the lockdown began in March. Um, and it's been a hit with our kids, with their friends, cousins, and then oddly with people across the world mm -hmm. searching for bedtime stories or bedtime Bible stories, which has just been fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we passed over the 200,000 listen mark to the stories. Yeah. So that's wild. Um, we did a big, long first season through Luke's gospel, followed that up with a long season through Luke's uh, book of Acts, and then did some stories around Christmas. And now we're doing some stories around Holy Week. The difference here is, rather than me telling the stories, we're having different dads and moms, teachers at Seven Mile tell the stories. Mm -hmm. So some of our kids have not been around church much at all to give them not just my voice, but others who had loved and gospeled them downstairs during our service previously to hear them do that again is what we're going for. I get to tell the Seven Mile Road story on the back end. Mm -hmm. um, but these started on Palm Sunday. They'll run all the way through Easter Sunday and then yep. the day after. And same thing, if you have young people in your life, kids, or family, friends, cousins, aunts, uncles with little ones, um, feel free to just forward on the, the social media stuff around this because people have found it helpful to listen. And we've also learned that kids kind of love the same voice, the same flow. Mm. They know what they're getting. They can lean into it. 
and they begin saying, hey, do I get to listen to those stories tonight? Mm -hmm. And the truth is, if you've listened to, by the time we're done with this, all 250 to 300 stories, you would have gotten a real good introduction into the grace of the gospel, (laughs) which was the point, which is exciting. So catch the Holy Week Bedtime Bible Stories. They'll be dropping one a day all week long this this year during this specific week. Yep, so that's season four of the Bedtime Bible Stories. And like Matt said, those will be dropping one a day all this week. Um, And speaking of kids, we have so, so, so missed all of the kids at Seven Mile Road. Um, many of them are still coming to church on Sundays and doing so well, sitting through the service and hanging with mom and dad the whole time. Um, but we do realize that is difficult for mom and dad, um, to get to church with their kids, to sit through the service with their kids the whole time. And now that schools are either open full time or just about to be open full time, um, we are looking at opening childcare downstairs. Starting April 11th, we're going to kind of start slowly and open two sections of childcare downstairs. So we'll have one section for one and two-year-olds and one for three and four-year-olds. If your child is in kindergarten, so age five or older, we're going to ask that for now they do continue to stay in the service with you, mom and dad. Um, They really have been doing so well. And I know it's a lot to ask of them, but Kids, you're doing awesome if you're listening. So a few things of how that will work. Um, When you RSVP for church any given week, you'll just make a note if any of your children are one to four years old and will be cared for in childcare that week. So we'll have to know that they're coming ahead of time, but we'll have um, classrooms cleaned and ready and volunteers trained and ready to receive them downstairs each week. So they'll be checked in before the service. Um, We'll kind of know to expect them each week, and they'll stay downstairs the whole service uh, in this season. And then we'll kind of keep an eye on things as they're opening up and when we might be able to offer our other two classrooms for K, first, second, and third graders. So we'll keep an eye on that, and as soon as we can, we'll get things back to normal whatever the new normal is, we'll get there. So that's all I have on my list. Um, there's a few few things we didn't touch on, but you know, if you've been reading your email, if you yeah. went to the member forum, um, you know, you'll know what's happening right. at Seven Mile in this season. All right, that's your April update. See ya. Bye.